أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين وصلى الله تبارك وتعالى وسلم على سيدنا محمد سيدنا وسندنا وحبيبنا وشفيعنا ومولانا صلى الله عليه وعلى آله وأصحابه وأزواجه وذرياته وأهل بيته ومن تبعهم بإحسان إلى يوم الدين وبعد All praises to Allah All praises to Allah All praises to Allah who guided us to this who guided us to Iman and Islam and to his Mubarak house on this Mubarak hour of this Mubarak day of this Mubarak month and we were not to be guided, was it? Not that Allah had guided us. O oh Allah, to you is praise as is commensurate with the majesty of your countenance and the greatness of your authority. O oh Allah, we do not limit you with any praise we can come up with ourselves. Rather, we admit that you are the only one who knows the true extent of your praiseworthiness. And may the peace and blessings of Allah Ta'ala be upon his servant and messenger our master Sayyidina Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. May the peace and blessings of Allah ta'ala be upon him and upon his noble companions and upon his pure wives and upon his Mubarak and blessed family and progeny and upon all of those who follow their way until the day of judgment. Alhamdulillah, 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 such a great blessing of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that we reach this Ramadan once again. There was a time when I myself, despite attempting for most of my life, much of my life, to keep pious company, I myself am surprised at how much blessing there is in this Mubarak month. Despite for a significant period of my life, knowing that I'll be surprised by how much blessing there is in this Mubarak month, I'm still yet surprised at how many blessings there are in this Mubarak month. The multiplier is there, the Baraka is there. What is Baraka? Yameen, one of the meanings of Yameen is the right hand. One of the meanings of Yameen is Baraka. There's a hadith of the Prophet wasallam that the righteous sovereign the just sovereign will be placed on the day of judgment on a mimbar, a pulpit made out of nur. This mimbar is made out of plastic. I'm not quite ex excited about the aesthetic here, but alhamdulillah, it gets the job done. He'll be on a mimbar made out of what? Of nur, on the right hand of Ar-Rahman, on the right hand of the most merciful, on the Yameen Ar-Rahman. The Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa said, and both of his sides are yameen. Both of his sides are yameen. What does this mean? This is the Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa himself, first of all, and most importantly in some sense, negating spatiality for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, saying there's no right hand, left hand. It's not a, Allah ta'ala is not a body like created things are bodies. He said that both of his sides are yameen. Okay, you cannot have two right hands. This is like a logical contradiction. Look in the books of hadith, what the explanation is. Yameen, one of the meanings of Yameen is baraka. Why? Because the right hand is like the left hand. They're identical, genetically identical. Same number of fingers, same number of nails, same everything, physiology, everything is the same. But for some reason or another, majority of people can do things with their right hand that they can't do with their left hand. 
Someone says, well, some people are left-handed. The point is still there. Even in a left-handed person, they can do certain things with the left hand, which is the same as their right hand. Why? Because there's barakah in it. Barakah is not quantifiable. Barakah is not measurable. Barakah is not imperial, empirically something that's obvious to a person. But it's there. You get more out of the same. This month is a Mubarak month. The Rasul Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam already gave the glad tidings of the multiplication of the reward of deeds. Already gave the glad tidings of the madad of Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala for the one who fasts and for the one who prays. Already gave glad tidings of the madad of Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala for the one who gives sadaqah in this month. For the one who controls their anger in this month. For the one who does all of those things that Allah Ta'ala loves anyway in this month, they get even more. The thing with barakah is what? Is that the same thing, you'll get more out of it if you use it. Your deeds are reward, rewarded 70 times there. Base rate. So if you do one good deed, it will be like 70. If you do 10, it'll be like 700. If you do 1,000, it'll be like 70,000. But if you do zero, how much increase will you get? Zero. Zero times 70, like zero times any other number. Ends up being what? Zero. This is the month that also the shayateen are locked up. The maradatul shayateen. The maradatul jinn. Those kafir jinn that are just up to no good, just up to mischief. They're all locked up in this month by the glad tidings of the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. In some sense, we have to contend with what this means. This means that a lot of the things that are bad and evil in our lives, the source of them is not the shaitan. The source of them is our own poor mistakes, our own poor choices, our own bad habits. This is both somewhat depressing, but also in some sense a good thing. Which is what? Oftentimes we agonize about those things in life that we can't control. To agonize about those things in life that we cannot control is oftentimes a self-defeating exercise. It's good to recognize something that's happening, whether it's in your control or outside of your control, for what being for what it is. If it's bad, it's good to recognize that it's bad. If it's good, it's good to recognize that it's good. However, to agonize over it too much, especially when it's bad, or to pump yourself too much, especially when it's good, even though it's something out of your control completely, it warps the mind. It's not good. It's not a healthy thing to do. It's better to save your anxiety and your stress and your hustle and your worry and your efforts for what? For changing those things that are inside of your control. So this month also tells us about those things that are very squarely inside of our control. The disease of the people who are swimming in Allah Ta'ala's blessings is what? Is laziness. The disease of those who are swimming in Allah Ta'ala's blessings is what? Ingratitude. وَقَلِيلٌ مِّنْ عِبَادِيَ الشَّكُورِ Allah Ta'ala says, وَقَلِيلٌ مِّنْ عِبَادِيَ الشَّكُورِ So many people think if I had great wealth, I would have done this and I would have done that. The fact of the matter is most people, once they achieve great wealth, they're not spiritually disciplined. They don't have enough self-control in order to be able to be a good person. In fact, what I've seen... On the flip side, and there's always exceptions to, to, the, to the rule, I'm just saying anecdotally, is that many people who have 
material wealth and material comfort, oftentimes what's happened is that they're robbed of the tawfiq, the ability to do a lot of good things that they would have done otherwise. The issue is this is it doesn't have to be that way. We are swimming in Allah Ta'ala's blessings. So many blessings a person has that Allah gave us that we know, so many blessings that we don't even know about and we might never know about in this world. But those blessings, if they are moved right or left a couple of inches, you'll end up in the hospital. Literally, you'll end up in the hospital. Ask most people, what does the gallbladder do? What does the pancreas do? They have no idea. But if it stops working, you'll figure it out real quick. What are the, the, the tens of thousands of chemical reactions catalyzed by the enzymes of the liver? If any one of them stops, you'll figure it out. You'll end up in the hospital. We're swimming in the blessings of the Lord. Right now, now is the time. There's not the time to sit down. It's not the time to be tired. It's not the time to be lazy. It's not the time to say, oh, I'm fasting. I don't have the energy to do this. Maybe if it was a different time in a different place, someone might have an excuse. We live in America. America's entire healthcare crisis is driven by a, a, an epidemic of obesity. Moving around a little bit is not going to kill any one of us. Exerting yourself physically a little bit, it's not going to kill any one of us. Your iftar is actually, obviously you don't do this for, the, for, the sake, for, for this reason, you do for the sake of Allah, but your iftar is actually going to be digested better if you go to taraweeh than if you shrink your hand back. This is an opportunity, it's a limited time opportunity, it's a very small window. Allah Ta'ala Himself describes this opportunity as ayyam ma'dud, ayyam ma'dudat, just a couple of counted days, you can count them, they're just a couple of days, you'll count them on your fingers. Right now is already the second fast, the first ashara will finish, the second ashara will finish, you'll see people making i'tikaf, and someone will tell you about paying zakat al-fitr this much money, and then it, it, it's it, it's done. Just like that, all the days of our life will be done. Now's the time to have himma, it's the time to be a person of courage. A person of what? Of courage. There's no monster outside that I'm telling you, you have to go and fight them. No one's going to take your life away, inshallah. All of us are in aman and aman by Allah Ta'ala's fadl. But you have to have courage against yourself that if I get up, if I make it to the masjid, if I pray my taraweeh, if I give a little bit from my time, if I give a little bit from my money, it's not going to kill me, it's not going to destroy me. In fact, we see that it makes me better, it makes me stronger. That Qur'an... The, the, the words of which are shifa, they're a cure for the diseases that ail the hearts of men. It's being read. You have to have himma, go listen to it, go hear it. Alhamdulillah, by Allah's fadl, this Chicago, this is Chicago we live in, unlike many places in this country, unlike many places in the world, sadly even in the Muslim world, this Chicago, if you want to hear the Quran in Taraweeh, you have a hundred different options. There are masajid that have multiple prayers going on at the same time. You can hear one juz in the night, you can hear a juz in a half in the night, you can hear two, you can hear three, you can hear four, you can hear four and a half. <clears throat> Everywhere there's an opportunity. That Quran, the words of which are, which are shifa, if you don't believe it, why are you wasting your hour break on Friday? Why not go have lunch? They shifa for what's inside the hearts of people. It's not a joke. People don't do stuff like this for 1400 years. They don't even do it for 14 years or for 14 days if it's a waste of time, if they don't derive some benefit from it.
I know non-Muslims who have come and prayed Taraweeh before. There are a lot of non-Muslims that fast in Ramadan. From amongst them, there's a certain section of them, they actually come to Taraweeh as well. Why would they do something like that? It's because a person, including myself, not to say that I'm talking down to anybody. If you see me being harsh in my talk, it's because I'm talking to myself. You're lazy to go to the Salat al-Taraweeh because you're like, man, it's going to be really long. That's like a lot of recitation. That's a lot of raka'at. That's a lot of Qur'an. People feel like that on the way there. I'm sleepy, I'm tired, because you just ate. I'm tired, I'm sleepy. People have these thoughts. Mashallah, pious people like you probably don't. But people like me, we have these thoughts on the way to Taraweeh. I don't know anybody who leaves the Taraweeh after the witr is done and says, I regret this. Nobody regrets it. Nobody regrets it. Nobody ever regrets it. From the days that I didn't know a lick of Arabic myself, I wouldn't know the meaning of Shams and Qamar from 7-Eleven. Until this time, I never felt bad after I came out of the Salat al-Taraweeh. Go listen to the entire khatam of the Qur'an, the words of which are shifa for what's inside the hearts. The letters of which, not the words, the letters of which, each of which is ten rewards from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That Qur'an which is described as the kalam of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and defined by the ulama and the mashayikh as being the eternal and uncreated speech of the Lord. That speech which Musa alayhi salam heard on the Mount of Sinai, that speech which every one of the Anbiya alayhi salatu salam heard from Allah Ta'ala, they heard with their ears and with their eyes and with their head and with their hands and with their feet and with their hearts equally because it's not speech like the speech of created things. But it requires some hustle, it requires some courage, it requires in the moment that that demon that lives inside of every one of our hearts that comes to us and blocks the way and says, you're not going to do this right now. You have to sleep, you have to eat, you have to do this, you have to do that. I've already done so much. How much does this Allah of yours want from you? That demon that lives inside the heart of everyone, it says these things to us. You don't have to shoot it with a gun to vanquish it. You don't have to stab it with a knife or slash it with a sword. All you have to do is look at it and say no, and it vanishes. It vanishes, it disappears. All you have to do is say no. Some few Mubarak people, they said no to this demon because of which Makkah Mukarramah, the Kaaba, has no idols in it anymore. Because of which Yathrib became Medina Munawwara, the people of the nations of the world. They don't understand each other's tongues, but they all stand in front of it and weep. Some of them said no because of which there's justice in the Sharq and in the Gharb. Because we have entire nations of the, because of which we have entire nations of the earth, the governments are failed states, but the society still functions. Why? Because this goodness, because of this decision to say no, it's there inside of the hearts of the people. The Battle of Badr was in Ramadan. The Fath of Mecca was in Ramadan. The battle, the first battle that Tariq bin Ziyad with his ships of twenty thousand soldiers that sailed across the. Strait of Gibraltar and landed in Andalus, inaugurating 700 years of Muslim rule. The Barakah of which is so much that even they killed all of the Muslims, not a, not a person goes to Spain to go visit some bullfighting ring. Everybody goes to visit their Turath, our Turath. Because of its beauty that even a person's enemies bear witness to. 
That they crossed this straight. They burned their ships behind them. They said, we're going to do this for the sake of Allah Ta'ala. And the Visigothic king gave them battle on the 27th day of Ramadan. And Allah Ta'ala gave them Fath. This is the time Allah Subh'anaHu Wa Ta'ala is giving you madad. The things you need to get done, get it done now. It'll be easier now than it will be at any other time. Don't say, oh, I ate too much iftar, I ate too much biryani, I ate too much. Eat less. Eating is for chumps. Eat less. Really, eating is for chumps. The entire medicine, a person's good health, it's all summarized in a snippet of an ayah of the Qur'an. Eat and drink, but not to excess. He doesn't like people who are excessive. Why that excess is what? It's the thing that weighs you down and, you know, and makes it harder for you to do the things that you need to do. The reason you eat and drink is so that you can stay alive and get your work done. So just look at that demon in the eyes and say no. And know that this is the most revolutionary act. Nobody's ever going to give you high five for it. You're not going to get retweeted. Your TikToks are not going to go viral because of it. You're not going to get a plaque and a trophy at work or at school. Nobody is going to care. But Allah Ta'ala cares about these things and He doesn't care about all the other stuff. These are the things that makes a person beloved to the Lord. And if you say no one time, it's a habit. It becomes addicting. It's a habit. Maybe one of us will say no one day in such a way the Lord loves such, so much that the shaitan doesn't come back, that demon doesn't come back. Or it becomes a habit that we say no now and there's no other time that we ever say yes again in our life. Allah Ta'ala show all of us such a Mubarak day. Allah Ta'ala accept from us. Allah Ta'ala fill our masajid. Allah Ta'ala fill our masajid until we have to build more. Allah Subh'anaHu Wa Ta'ala fill our, our, our salawat. Allah Ta'ala fill our taraweeh. Allah Ta'ala fill our madaris, our makatib with children learning alif ba ta tha. Allah Ta'ala fill the durus of the ulama and the halaqat of the mashayikh in which the dhikr of Allah Ta'ala is made. Allah Ta'ala fill all of those things and Allah Ta'ala write us from amongst those who are the misdaq of the kalam of the Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam ghufira lahu ma taqaddama min dhanbihi wa sallallahu tabaraka wa ta'ala wa sallam ala Sayyidina Muhammadin wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in